Welcome back to Witch Church. It's your host, Mal. I'm a professional astrologer, tarot reader and teacher, and intuitive healer. And you're about to listen to the recording of Witch Church Live, a sermon that I give to my Instagram community every week. Feel free to catch the live show every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Central on IG Live or listen to the recording right here on the podcast. This is a non-denominational weekly service for witches, astrology nerds, and anyone else who feels like they are being called to walk the spiritual path. At Witch Church Live, we talk all about the weekly astrological and tarot forecast and really anything else that is channeled through me about the week ahead. Oh, and you'll probably hear about my random life updates and some rambly life stories mixed in as well. I hope that's okay. If this podcast brings some kind of value or joy to your life, be sure to leave me a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts. And feel free to send this podcast to a friend if you feel like they could benefit from listening. If you feel called, you can also support the production of this podcast and my other creations on Patreon for as little as $5 a month and get access to my secret YouTube channel with a bunch of extra astrology and tarot content. And if you would like me to hold space for you on your spiritual path, you can book an astrology session, tarot reading, or distance Reiki healing on my site, malloryhasty.com. I would be honored to be your guide in some way. All of the links to my site and my social media are in the show notes. Have a magical week, my friends, and thank you so much for listening. My Halloween in um, my 2020 Halloween was horrendous. It was so horrible. I don't know why. It just was like a really bad day. And I feel like towards the end of 2020, we were all just spiraling. <laughs> and it was like, it was that bad of a Samhain that I like remember it. Like, I'm like, oh man, like I remember just not doing, uh, not doing well that day in 2020. I remember uh, sort of like a forest walk that involved a lot of tears. (laughs) And I was like, so I don't know. I just wasn't really looking forward to Samhain this year because in 2020, I had such a bad Samhain. I wasn't in a good place. And uh, but this year, Samhain was so good. It was um, it was so much fun. I went out for the first time in years on Halloween I didn't mean to not do witch church uh, last week on um, the 31st, but um, but mommy was hungover, so we had to <laughs> we had to we had to cancel here. <laughs> but we're back, we're back, and um, I hope you all had a wonderful Samhain. And um, Noel, you said it was regenerative. Um, and yes, good, good, lots of rest. Um, hey, Natasha, thanks. Um, these are my Napoleon dynamite glasses. Um, 
Amy, you said I had a dreamy weekend like you said I would. Ooh, yes. I kind of remember um I kind of remember a uh Queen of Cups maybe. Is that what it was? Why do I remember this? <laughs> I just I just do. I don't know. The cards stick in my mind. Um yeah, you know, sometimes you just have to have a fun weekend. Uh I went as a Scorpio for Halloween. I think that might have been part of why I had so much fun. If you don't know, I'm a triple water sign. I'm a Cancer rising, Pisces sun, Pisces moon. So I thought I should give the other water sign a try. So I went as a Scorpio. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, Jelly Bean, I agree. It was, it was a Scorpionic vibe that day and it did also make me feel powerful. And Savvy said, as you know, I saw the white squirrel at the Angel Oak and I felt so blessed. Oh, okay. Here's a scary synchronicity. Okay, so. Um, oh, my friends, I bought my first car. <laughs> That's the big news. I bought my first car. And in the process of buying my first car, which was like... November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. I drove it off the lot on November 3rd. Um, Savannah texted me, or Savannah DM'd me a picture of her at Angel Oak, the Angel Oak Forest in um, Charleston, near Charleston. And I swear to God, that is a place that I have been wanting to road trip forever. And it was just like the biggest sign ever. Like it was just like the Angel Oak Forest was coming to me in the car buying process. We pulled the trigger. Oh God, thank God. Um, and uh, thank you guys. Oh my gosh, thanks so much. Um, and um, yeah, thank you so much, my friends. I know you have all been cheering me on for this. Um, Quinn, you said, did you get a Subi? Yes, I did get a Subi. <laughs> I am now an owner of a Subaru Outback, um, which I really, really wanted a Subaru. She's here. She's in the driveway. Also, I don't know if Rainbow Liz is here, but um, Rainbow Liz from A Meaningful Dream, about maybe even like eight months ago, we traded a reading and Liz told me, that I was going to get a red car and she predicted this and in my mind I was like no way am I gonna get a red car like you guys know me like am I a red car kind of person and I've been like looking for like a decent used Subaru and so when you're buying a used car you don't I mean Lately, car buying right now is a clusterfuck. Like, if you're trying to do it, good luck. Because it's, uh, like, no one has anything in stock. Everything's, it's not a buyer's market right now. So don't buy a car unless you have to. I really kind of had to pull the trigger here. But, um, so I was pretty open to any color car except, like, that orange Subaru Crosstrek. Because I'm not going to drive an orange car. Although... If you are into that style, more power to you. Love the car, just not for me. So I was like, I'll, I'll literally take any color. It's fine. Um, and I ended up with like a dark red Outback. And I told Liz, I was like, I can't believe you were right. Actually, I can because she's 
very psychically um, in tune. But just at the time when she told me, I was like, there's no way I'm going to end up with a red car. But it did. Um, so, um, yeah. So thank you so much. I see everybody saying congratulations. That means so much to me. It was a big it was a it was a big step for me as an entrepreneur to like trust that like okay i'm putting down like a big hunk of my savings that i've made from my business and now i'm taking on a car payment and it was like it was just a moment where i had to be like nope i can do this like this is like abundance flows to me and we're all good you know so um yeah and um Katie, you said, KT, you said it's a wild, it's wild replying to the car market. Yeah. Oh my God. Like it's really same with, same with the housing market, same with people who are shopping for houses right now. Um, so that's my Samhain, that's my Samhain story. Um, I hope everybody else had a very transformative Samhain experience um, and if you're still marinating with um, the energy of Samhain, this week, we've got a lot going on with When Do We Not with the astrology. And it's funny because I pulled, um, I do a Celtic cross spread every week for like the week ahead for me, myself, and the collective. Okay, so... Um, our main energy of the week was justice and the crossing energy was judgment. And I was like, holy shnikes, this is a week ahead. If we're pulling both justice and judgment, like that is, that is a lot, right? Like, um, I was just really like, whoa, like I knew this week was important astrologically, but the justice and judgment coming out like this is uh this is interesting um so let's talk a little bit really quick about astrology of this week so i'm taking out my my um uh, software here but uh my astrology software let's see here okay so on wednesday here's what i wanted to tell you guys so on wednesday wednesday is it november 10th Let's see. Yeah, Wednesday, November 10th. Okay. Um, of course, your card of the week was also Justice, Heather, because when do we not pull the same cards? <laughs> um, and Lauren, you said, way to trust in the abundance. Yes, trying to at least. Trying to put my money where my mouth is, literally. So, um, so Wednesday and Thursday, we have an interesting situation. <laughs> about to tell you the sitch, about to give you the tea. So right now, um, Mercury has recently moved into Scorpio. Mercury has joined Mars and the Sun in Scorpio, right? Um, so on Wednesday, Thursday, Mercury is going to catch up to Mars and conjunct Mars, aka in English, Mars and Scorpio are go Mars and Mercury are going to be in the same degree. Where do they conjunct? They conjunct like five degrees, six degrees of Scorpio on Wednesday. And at the same time, Mars 
this Mars Mercury is also going to be squaring Saturn. So I would say Wednesday, Thursday, we've got some, we've got a little bit of justice judgment kind of uh, vibes, okay? And, um, and Savvy said, is there also a meteor shower peaking? IDK, if that has any specific significance, but I did see a shooting star driving back to Nola last night. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, I'm not positive. I'll have to look that up. I'll have to see if, um, astrologer Gemini Brett, he's really good at like astronomy. Follow him. <laughs> he's, he's really good at like keeping track of that kind of stuff, but hey, I'll take any shooting star sign that we get, right? Um, so with this week's Mercury-Mars conjunction in Scorpio, who is Mercury? Mercury's the planet of information. Mercury's the planet of communication. Mercury, um, Mercury collects data, right? Oh, Nick, you said you're giving me 70s glam vibes. Ooh, that is the, that's the best compliment. Thank you so much, friend. <laughs> um, so Mercury, we collect data. Mercury is how we collect data, right? And how we communicate our data. Mars is our kind of our planet of strife, war, conflict, but also pushing through um, obstacles, the way we strategize, as we move through our obstacles, right? So when these two planets meet in Scorpio, whoa, you know? Okay, just, just hold that for a minute. Planet of communication, planet of action are meeting in Scorpio. I would say this week we have a sort of a throat chakra kind of theme. Um, you know, the questions are, should I really say this? How do I say it? When do I say it? And what are the consequences of me communicating this? <laughs> you know, um, and with justice and judgment as our cards of the week, which is quite spicy, I'm feeling too like, um, I'm kind of feeling like the time between the Scorpio new moon last week, and then we had Samhain. Now we have Mercury in Scorpio. Venus moved into Capricorn. Almost all of the outer planets are direct now. We've had a big shift in energy. And something that had come to mind for me within a client session a couple days ago was just this idea that in the past couple weeks, especially with Samhain, we, our, our attention could have been brought to something that was like right under our nose that we didn't realize. Um, like just the uh, sort of epiphany, like the aha, wait, oh, that's been affecting me. Or, oh wait, that was the problem. I figured it out. Like I figured out why that was bothering me or I got to the root of my anxiety or like I got to the root of the cycle I keep repeating. Like I do feel like there was a whoa, like kind of moment. How did I not realize this before? For me, um, I know some people popped in. Um, I told y'all that um, I told everybody at the beginning that I bought my first car on 
Tuesday. And for me, it's so funny because the aha moment was that um, uh, I, um, my brother actually went with me in the car buying process. He went to go drive the car with me, check it out. He's very mechanically inclined and um, whatever. And then when we actually went to put the offer down, I was so grateful that he was actually there with me. And it's so funny because I've been struggling to buy a car and like pull the trigger on this for months, as you guys know, even like a year. And I realized I was able to pull the trigger with him because neither of my parents were there. <laughs> like previously, you know, like I'm bringing like my mom and my dad and I'm trying to get their opinion. And like, I mean, I, you know, they don't teach you how to buy a car in school, right? This is my first experience with buying a car. And, you know, it was just like, and I realized that was my aha moment in the process of buying the car, in the process of my brother actually being the one who needed to help me in that moment, I was actually able to pull the trigger because my parents weren't there, because they weren't giving me their opinions, because they weren't unintentionally instilling doubt into me. You know, like it, it was just, I was able to have that clarity of mind and actually make a good decision, right? And then like after I bought the car and like I drive it off the lot, like there was just this big epiphany where I was like, wow, like seriously, the reason I was able to do that was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure if I had brought my mom or my dad to come put the offer down on the car with me besides my brother, I'm pretty sure I either, I think I would have not bought it if my mom had come and I think if my dad had come, I wouldn't have got a, the deal that I got. I would have ended up paying more because <laughs> me and my brother, like we're kind, we're not twins, but we're the, we were like the evil twins of negotiation at the <laughs> at the car dealership. So, anyways, I just I just had this aha moment. I was like, oh, that's what was holding me back, like. I was thinking that I needed my parents, I needed their approval, because I'm not exempt from that, my friends. Like, I I deal with this all the time, right? So that was, that was an interesting um, situation where it was like, aha, that's what it was. It wasn't actually the money that was holding me back. That's what the ego was saying. Like, oh, you can't do this, can't afford this, la la. I could, it's fine, I'm gonna do it. It's all good, I'm capable. It was it was the parent thing that was holding me back. So, um, and uh, Annie, you said definitely feeling this shift. And Noel, you said this new moon was a no bones moon for me. LOL. Yeah, a lot of people were struggling on this new moon. I had a lot of I had a couple clients email me and be like, um, "Can I get in for like a last minute session? Because I am struggling." And I like got a few people in for like more emergency type sessions because it was a hard new moon and um so I just I, I think that you know we have to listen to the clarity of what is speaking through the universe right now and that's justice I think justice is kind of beckoning us 
to ponder um, how our decisions and our decision-making process is all adding up, right? And um, in order to make an aligned decision, truth has to be involved, right? Like your truth, the truth of the situation, um, you know, uh, in order to make an aligned decision, we can't really be lying to ourselves, right? <laughs> we also can't be um, uh, kind of letting our egos lead. So again, in my car buying experience, not to beat this dead horse, but in my car buying experience, I was letting the ego lead me for a long time with the lack mindset abundance story that was playing in the background and also the story that my parents had to be there to approve what I was doing. Okay, um, so in that justice moment, I was finally able to make the aligned decision when all of that clutter was out of my space. And then we get to judgment because judgment is... Um, it's it's a new beginning in a sense. I would say it's a new calling. Um, judgment happens when we tell ourselves the truth and when we start making our decisions based off of the highest truth, judgment just opens and doors start to open and the signs start to come. It was no coincidence that Savannah DM'd me the picture of Angel Oak, the Angel Oak tree in North Car or in South Carolina as me and my brother are doing the car buying process, right? Like something opened there. Um, and uh, Lily, you said my long distance boyfriend-ish is coming to visit on Wednesday. Help. <laughs> well, no. Well, here's the thing. Okay, coming back to this this idea of truth being revealed in these past couple weeks slash in this week. Going back to this Mars-Mercury meetup in Scorpio, I think it's a throat chakra week in the sense that we're going to be able to figure out a way to say what we need to say, to state our truth, to even tell ourselves the truth so that we can find the aligned way to move forward that feels more free and feels just like it's an opening, you know? So even, Lily, I wouldn't be surprised if um, you and your significant other had a really important conversation, you know, when they come to visit. <laughs> you know, like, it is a week of important conversations. It, it is a week of boundary setting it's also it also could be a week of saying like this is my bottom line like this is this is a deal breaker for me not just in relationship land but um in all different aspects of life right um so what does that have to do with mars mercury right mars mercury can be aggression in the throat chakra <laughs> it can be saying what we want to say but not being available for how it may hit other people right um uh, but mars mercury can also be like i'm finally getting the grit and the gumption to really state what i need in this situation and maybe even stand up for myself um and 
Maji, you said, I got some terrible news last week and I want to ignore it and I hope it goes away, but I'm so tired of doing that, lol. Yeah, Maj, I, I get that and I have a lot of empathy for that. And I think um, that is that is such a judgment moment because judgment is, um, I think we could relate to the experience of um and Maji, I'm saying this in general, not about you, but like the sort of I'm sick of my own bullshit is the judgment card a lot of the times, at least for me. Like, I'm sick of this pattern. Um, I'm sick of this thing that I keep repeating. I have the awareness now. So now that I have the awareness now, I must challenge myself to go forward differently, right? Um... Same stuff is happening for me right now in realm, in relationship realm, right? I said this, if you listen to the, um, <laughs> if you listen to Girl in the Galaxy, Kate Heinricher, her podcast, the Nove November astrology forecast that I did with her, I actually mentioned this book, Attached, The Science of Adult Attachment, How It Can Help You Find Love and Keep It. <laughs> and I actually read this, um... And I've been reading this in the past couple weeks and there was there was an aha moment in that book too where it helped me recognize um, one of my attachment um, patterns and now that I know it I'm like god you can't unknow something right you, you, once you know it, it you just it, once you know something and you continue to do it the old way then we're lying to ourselves right <laughs> So this is the tension of this week, but also the beauty of this week, um, because how beautiful is it to tell ourselves the truth? Because when we can tell ourselves the truth, then we can move forward in higher alignment, right? Um, and Jellybean, you said, I'm realizing I made choices based on fear and not my values, and I'm facing the consequences in the form of an ill-fitting job. Totally, totally. And, uh, you know, Jellybean, I get that. I totally get that. Um, and Katie, Katie, you said this is so on the nose, throat chakra for me. I am sh sure no less significant. I have Sun, Mars, Mercury in Leo. Oh, and Katie, that would make sense because then depending too on even what degree all of your Leo stuff is, um, Scorpio squares Leo. So this uh, Mercury-Mars conjunction is probably going to be activating your Mercury in some way, shape, or form. Um, and new mantra is, should I, am I ready to say this? <laughs> I like that. I like that. And um, Sav, you said the summation of my entire spiritual journey. You can't unknow something. Yes, it's unfortunate, but we can't unknow something. <laughs> um, and um, Lauren, you said it seems like justice and judgment is like talking the red, taking the red pill in the Matrix. Ooh, I got chills when you said that. Yeah, because there's something also very significant about these two cards and the order that they are placed in within the major arcana because justice is like the very middle card right like it's the center of 
all of the other major arcanas so it's like balancing every other card and then um judgment is the second to last card um so in a way i think judgment is more of like the final moment sometimes than the world even is because the world is very like new beginning death and rebirth kind of limbo whereas judgment i always describe it as like the dun 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 moment where you just like i know something now like i've evolved now <laughs> my soul is smarter now <laughs> like and and sometimes it's painful to evolve it's painful when our souls are growing right and um and uh amy you said i feel like the cards for this week with divorce court my dad and this potential new relationship blooming yep yep absolutely and i wanted to bring something that i think is uh is relevant to any time we have mars mercury aspects um and by the way i have mars opposition to mercury in my natal chart so like and I'm in a Mercury year, so I'm suspecting that this week will be having some <laughs> personal lessons for me in, in store as well with these, like, questions of how how do I say things, um, you know, when do I say them, how do I say them, when is the right time, how is the effects of my words going to hit other people, what are the consequences of me saying this, all this stuff, right? So... I bring to you the four agreements. Who doesn't love a good four agreement? Um, Don Miguel Ruiz, if you haven't read this book, it's um, a very short book, but it's a very powerful um, book, I think, for all of us to read on our spiritual paths at some point. Um, and I wanted to bring up one of the four agreements is the agreement to um, not make assumptions. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I think this agreement in particular was coming through for this week. Um, as we ask ourselves these Mars, Mercury, square Saturn questions, like I think noticing and having some awareness about the assumptions we're making especially about what other people are doing, thinking, and saying is definitely um, relevant, okay? Also, I will say that I did connect really deeply to a post. Well, it's something Don Miguel Ruiz says to um, somewhere in here, but um, the holistic psychologist, anyways, you can go look at her uh Instagram, but um, I'm sure you all follow her, but she did post something this morning that was like, why do people lie? And like, I think the reasons she had noted were um, so people can, so you feel safe, so you can control other people's perceptions of you. And um, I forget the third one, but Don Miguel Ruiz says something very similar about you know, the roots of why people lie. And I think that could be coming up this week with that Mars, Mercury, and Scorpio. Um, kind of examining when we're telling half the truth and why that is. 
Um, I can tell you right now, whenever I'm telling half the truth, it's, it's coming from a place of wounded Hermione Granger inner child, like Mal. <laughs> and my highly sensitive people know that this is my shadow side of my inner child where um, I, 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 there's a part of me that's like, I need to get an A. I need people to think I'm smart. I cannot be wrong right? So whenever I'm tempted to to tell half the truth, I'm like, oh, I'm just managing people's perceptions right now. I'm just doing some weird inner child bullshit, trying not to get a timeout or whatever. You know, we, we all do this. Like, come on, we, we can't, we can't lie. We can't lie to ourselves. <laughs> this week, there's no lying to ourselves. So um, that was coming through uh, with the uh, holistic psychologist lying thing. But um, Amber, you said courageous conversations happening here, truth finding and understanding others' perceptions has been a tough one. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yes, both both our savannas are present. Thank goodness. Um, and Heather, you said avoiding difficult conversations. Ooh, it's it's a week where we might we might have to face the difficult conversation but let's go back to the assumptions sorry you know i i always i always make, make the loop back but um let's just read a little bit about what don miguel ruiz says about assumptions so he says on page 63 of the four agreements we have the tendency to make assumptions about everything the problem with making assumptions is that we believe they are true. We could swear that they are real. We make assumptions about what others are doing or thinking. We take it personally. Then we blame them and react by sending emotional poison with our word. That is why whenever we make assumptions, we are asking for problems. We make an assumption, we misunderstand, we take it personally, and we end up creating a whole big drama for nothing. Okay, so that's part one. And then another little blurb that I felt called to read on 67 is, um, it is very interesting how the human mind works. We have the need to justify everything, to explain and understand everything in order to feel safe. We have millions of questions that need answers because there are so many things that the reasoning mind cannot explain. It is not important if the answer is correct. Just the answer itself makes us feel safe. This is why we make assumptions. Okay. Ooh, let's pause there for a second. Yeah. We, this is, this is big, right? Why do we really make assumptions? Well, we're racing to some kind of conclusion that will give us a false sense of safety, right? Because there's safety in knowing, even if like we're assuming something bad, right? Like, um, I'm assuming my boss hates me, right? I'm assuming my boss regrets hiring me right? Even that assumption 
which is really based on no evidence, right? But our own minds and the own, our own stories that we create constantly. Um, that assumption somehow does give us peace in some weird, sick way, because at least now we quote unquote know the truth, right? <laughs> like, you know, like to not make an assumption, to choose not to assume anything, you have to be in the mindset of, um, I actually don't know, right? Like, <laughs> like I, I, I don't know. It, actually, I don't know anything that's going on with Susie or Bob, right? I don't know. I don't even know a, a fraction of what's going on in my student or client's mind. I don't even know anything about how this person perceives the world. I only know how I perceive the world. When we do hold that kind of attitude, that's pretty hard, right? Like you have to keep your ego on a short leash to walk around like that, <laughs> right? Like it is so much easier to just be like, mm, she hates me, mm, he hates me. Like, <laughs> mm, they think I'm annoying, right? And it's just like, it's so much easier to go in that default, right? Also, um, if others tell us something, we make assumptions. And if they don't tell us something, we make assumptions to fulfill our need to know and to replace the need for communication. Even if we hear something and we don't understand we make assumptions about what it means and then believe those assumptions. We make all sorts of assumptions because we don't have the courage to ask questions. Ooh. Um, and then lastly, we have agreed that it is not safe to ask questions. We have agreed that if people love us, they should know what we want and how we feel. <laughs> okay, I'm laughing because... Uh, yeah, Mars, Mercury, conjunction in Scorpio. It's, yeah, like there could be a part of us that's like, it's not safe to ask questions. So I have to assume shit. Or my friends, like I could see this astrology this week manifesting as um, you are ready to set the boundary and you're ready to go in, go into the fight and you're like ready to like, you know, rip your partner a new one or like you're just like ready to like really put someone in place and you're like, God damn it, I've, I've had this in me for so long. Queen of Swords, no Mr. Ni no more Mr. Nice Guy, like let's go in. And you're literally acting off an assumption that they know that they're, they've been hurting you right? <laughs> what if they have no idea that they've been hurting you, right? <laughs> like, because you haven't communicated it, right? So like, there's some, there's something here about like, don't assume that the person you're about to have a conversation with actually knows anything about what's going on in your mind, right? That could be kind of the Achilles heel of this week as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, um, Alex, you said, ugh, facing the difficult conversations is the last thing I want to do right now. Good point. Yeah, because, you know, Mercury retrograde, we get kind of used to that suffering in a weird way. Like, Mercury's in retrograde, has been in retrograde, it was for, like, 
three weeks and then we had the shadow period and now that mercury is direct out of its shadow into scorpio we are being faced with mercury retrograde cleanup and i can see how some of us may not want to do that right um casey when you assume you make an ass out of you and me exactly <laughs> exactly that's going on my gravestone and um Lauren, you said, we make assumptions because it's too hard to live in gray area of not knowing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because our ego needs to know. Um, and it's very difficult. And even I think not knowing really activates a part of my inner child. Because I think, I don't know if anybody else relates to this, but when you grow up, you know, in in whatever whatever ancestral wounds codependent household whatever um n knowing how someone is actually feeling or knowing the vibe if we will just being a constant vibe checker is is your reality as a kid right because you're constantly vibe checking like oh, like, are my parents in a good mood or a bad mood? And how is that going to affect how my emotional, physical, uh, mental needs are going to get met? So, like, if my needs aren't going to get met, then I better know that right now and just vibe check it and try to get my needs met a different way. Uh, see, it really does root back to something that probably doesn't have as much to do with whoever is directly in front of us as we think right um and <laughs> lauren you said that book gets me every time oh yeah um and um <laughs> burnt out gifted kid trauma <laughs> lol yep <laughs> um yeah constant vibe checking is life yeah yep <laughs> constant. so be careful i would say that's a really good wrap up here this week we're gonna be have keeping in mind how are we vibe checking the situation um and you know okay i have to stop bringing up legally blonde <laughs> it's like i that movie is just always in my head um but there's like this uh there's that scene in legally blonde where um the that one uh, kind of that teacher is like has that quote on the board and it's like law is reason from passion and she's like who said this and that one kind of dorky guy says like Aristotle and she says like are you sure and he's like yeah and she's like would you bet your life on it <laughs> and he's like yeah and she was like will you bet his life on it and he's like I don't know and even that scene kind of uh it, it, there is something to it this week about asking ourselves like are you are you sure you've got this situation correct like <laughs> would you bet your life on it like <laughs> are you absolutely positive they know what you're thinking right are you absolutely positive that you know their lived experience in this moment it's like no no like the answer is no right so i think um although it will be a challenge not to make assumptions this week 
it could be really fruitful to not do so. And our conversations, here's the highest frequency of Mercury, Mars, and Scorpio. A cathartic fucking conversation that is a complete breakthrough, right, for a relationship. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. Or a cathartic experience of speaking your truth, right, and and telling yourself the truth. Um, and it's a... Uh, it's a, I feel a weight lifted off the chest once the truth is revealed, right? So yeah, like that's, that's the plus side of, um, of this week. There could be a lot of great throat chakra releasing moments. Um, and never too many Legally Blonde references. And KT, you said, law is reason free from passion. So many coincidences for me in your reading. Holy moly, was just thinking about that quote. Yeah, um, that's so funny. It isn't, isn't like justice and judgment. That quote kind of is like, law is reason free from passion. Um, and what does that mean? Law, The law is a safe space from our emotional hooks right like ideally right is it is it actually probably not but I, I, I ideally the law is a place where um we don't have passions emotions involved we just have the facts and the analysis right um so i would i would say maybe that quote came through for a reason so keep that quote in mind this week and um I think that's the message. That's that's I think where I'm gonna cap it on this uh, this week. Don't make assumptions. <laughs> and um, let's do some um, some tarot polls. So I would love to be of service to you today on this Sunday. So if you need any, if you need a card pulled or even some good vibes or a prayer, a collective prayer. Um, if you need an answer to your question, hit, hit me up, type it below. I'll try to get as, get to as many questions as possible. I'll also just shout out that I have a four week mini kind of astrology course starting on November 22nd, 1122. And it's a class called Befriending the Planets. So if you've been wanting to get a good, like, basics planets class under your belt, I would love to have you. Um, I think this class should end up being between, like, let's say 5 and 10 people is my manifestation. So it should be a pretty cozy class, and you'll be able to get a lot of individualized attention from me. So if you if you are the kind of learner that really wants to like sit down with their teacher and have a discussion and, you know, kind of be guided. Um, I would love to have you in this planets class. Um, so all of that info is in the link in my bio on my website it's below. So, um, join me, join me for befriending the planets this fall. I would love to have you. And um, Alex, you said this convo law is reason free from passion is reminding me that Mars is debilitated in Libra and Saturn is exalted. Oh my gosh, Alex, that blows my mind. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Whoa. 
<laughs> That's freaky. Um, and Jessica, you said, can I have a card for next week at work? Thank you. Absolutely. All right. What deck are we using here? We're going to go classic. Classic RWS here. Okay. Just because it's behind me. <laughs> Okay, a card for Jessica at work. Okay, Page of Swords. I actually think, Jessica, there could be like a new idea or a new epiphany coming through. Maybe even the pages tend to represent like newness or freshness or even like a new project or a fresh take on an old problem even um and i think the page of swords kind of uh it is like a fast thinker and a creative thinker although their shadow side is maybe wielding their words um maybe a little too sharply it's it's possible that this week there may be some room for you to do that though um because here's the thing this relating to the mars mercury conjunction in scorpio sometimes that can help those of us who are maybe uh maybe more um more likely to like people please or more likely to like not say what we are thinking because we want to keep the peace right and uh, sometimes that there's a place for that but then this week, if we are typically like that, we may need to be willing to um, disrupt, uh, not necessarily on a catastrophic scale, but we may need to be willing to put ourselves in the uncomfortability um, in order to balance things out. Okay, so I like it. Some Something new, something new is coming in, I think, this week, Jessica. And Lily, you said I'd love a card to help guide me this week. Totally. Let's see here. Okay. Ooh, Seven of Swords. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm getting that, um, like, we can't move forward and build the foundation until everything's on the table. And I'm wondering, too, with the Seven of Swords, sometimes this does kind of relate to us making choices from a place of, like, insecurity or from a place of um, fear. Like, um, sometimes when we... And this isn't necessarily you, Lily. This is just a general example. But, like, if we really, really like someone... And we know that they think the sexiest thing in the world is when people wear red lipstick and we hate lipstick. Like, we might wear the red lipstick, right? Because, and that sounds incredibly, maybe now that I say it, I'm like, is this incredibly sexist? But anyways, like, there's there's something here about, um, like, we can't really build, like, a true foundation for something if we're, if we're, our actions are motivated by some level of inauthenticity or actions are motivated from like, oh, I just really want to make this person happy and please them and I want them to like me and I want this to work out. But it's almost like, well, 
what about you? Like, or like, where are your needs? And how do we put your needs on the table in an authentic way? Right. And this could go both ways. Like, uh, with the partner thing that you mentioned earlier, Lily, like, you know, uh, it's possible that your partner may be doing a variation of this too. Like maybe they want to please you and maybe they're um, tempted to act from a place of out of alignment in order to please you, right? So like, I think there's a way to put everything on the table so both of you can come back to more of an authentic place within yourself. So you're not bending over backwards to like, please the other person if that makes any sense so that's what i'm getting lily and brianna you said i'd love some good energy and a prayer my first witch church thank you mallory oh you're so welcome brie i'm so glad you came yeah so brie i'm in full agreement that this week brings you many blessings and many breakthroughs and um I also, I know that you're, I think you're a therapist, aren't you? So I'm in full agreement that the right people find you and that your aligned clients, um, your perfectly aligned clients flow to you really easily because I know people need your medicine. So thanks for coming, Brianna. Um, Aaron, you said definitely feeling the seasonal energy shift. Would love a card for the week ahead. Yes, absolutely. Ooh, oh, Aaron. Okay, I think you need to have a coven meeting or something. <laughs> um, Halloween isn't, oh, Halloween is never over. <laughs> Samhain is never over. So uh, High Priestess, uh, Three of Cups. Um, I think, Aaron, I think there's just like, um, I think there's connection over, um, you know, friendship, love, um, feeling intuitively connected to others, also allowing others to intuitively support you. That's also what's coming through. Like if you feel scared to make the next move or even just investigating the next move, like don't be afraid to ask other people to like be your hype man and be like, okay, please like remind me that another route is possible or like please remind me that like I am worthy of this or can you just like pull a card or say a prayer for me that like this is all going to go in the, a good direction like I think people other people are really gonna lift you up this week if you ask for that um so yeah I think I think there's some witchy witchy friend time that could be had this week so I'm excited for you um, and Amy, you said, can I have a card from spirit regarding my love life for upcoming week? He's pulled back a bit. I know he's busy with work, but still, yeah, let's see here. Okay. We've got a uh, eight of wands, six of wands here. So, um, I'm thinking Amy, I'm not sure. I want you to follow your intuition, but I'm not sure if you should, think too much into it and take this opportunity to um, reconnect with yourself after spending a weekend with this person and um, you know take this week to really work on reconnect with your goals your passions I see you being really successful this week when it comes to reconnecting with your own manifestations and um, 
And yeah, and, and just like remind yourself uh, that no matter what, like you're, you're Amy, you're powerful, you're on your path, like you are um, manifesting new things and not everything needs to revolve around this new person yet. So still continue and always continue to revolve around your highest good and your highest manifestations. So it seems like there's a coming back to oneself that might actually boomerang into more connection, let's say, like later this week or this weekend or whatever. So do with that what you will, Amy. Alex, uh, would love a card pull, Mal. What do I need to know as I start preparing my materials for this application? Ooh, I think I know what this application is. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, Six of Cups. Oh my gosh, Alex. Oh, I love that because I feel like... Oh, uh, isn't... Is there any tarot card that's more fourth housey? I see than the the six of cups, you know, I, I think, I think they're just reminding you that, you know, whatever story you're going to write in your personal statement on your application is just going to be so powerful because it's going to come from such a genuine heartfelt place. And I think, you know, intuitively that your ancestors and your guides are on your side. And like, there's just no way that, like your application I feel like it's just gonna come off like so genuine because it's you and it's your story that I don't even know if you need to worry about making it good like it's already good like you haven't even maybe you haven't even wrote it yet it's already good like <laughs> um because again it's it's about you it's about your past and your history and um it's about your ancestral history and uh, there's just there's like a beautiful storytelling element to what you are doing so really just remember and maybe it's about being the divine storyteller in this application process instead of trying to be like the a plus robotic master's phd student like don't even worry about that like just be the divine storyteller and let that energy take you into the next chapter okay um uh, Noelle, you said, I tested positive for COVID this week. Healing prayers are so appreciated. Oh, yes. Um, Noelle, I am in full agreement that you recover from COVID um, easily, quickly. You have minimal symptoms. And I'm also in full agreement that you can take this downtime to just rest and recover and regenerate the mental space and the spiritual space as well. And... Um, and I'm also in full agreement that really you're going to recover fast and this won't have a completely like adverse effect on any other areas of your life. So just take this time to relax and regenerate and be well. Okay. Um, Alexandra, you said, I would love some guidance on how to approach without assumption on my relationship with my daughter. Okay. Okay, that's it. Yeah, it relate, relates to this week's message, right? Um, five of Pentacles. That's interesting. Okay, so I think, Alexandra, I, I think the Five of Pentacles 
actually, for some reason, it's coming through to me as you don't completely have all of the information um, about the situation. And I'm also getting that, um, you know, that's kind of reminding me of Alexandra is like, at least I can't relate to having a child, but, um, you know, sometimes when I don't love my friend's significant other, you know, you, you, of course you don't like them because your friend, they're venting to you about all of the shit that their significant other does. So it's like, of course you don't like them. Um, but then we, we then forget to keep in mind that we don't see most of the good stuff too. Like we don't see anything. We usually don't hear about, yeah, the good stuff or the beneficial stuff, or we might not be able to completely see how this person is helping our other, our loved one grow. Like we don't actually know that shit. Most of the time, all we hear is like the complaining and like, (laughs) and kind of like the information that isn't so great about the significant other, right? So, um, also, I'm not really sure what daughter you're talking about, but this is what's coming through. So this is the message that's coming through. So I think it's, it's about maybe waiting for a little bit more information. And the story isn't all, a story that is all bad, all negative, isn't entirely true. And a story that is all good, all wonderful, fairy tale land isn't entirely true. So do do realize that I think there's a middle ground that still wants to be revealed to you in this situation. Okay. Savannah, you said, can I get a message for the week on how to best utilize my energy now that I'm back home, feeling motivated, and I want to keep my momentum in a sustainable way? Ooh, I like that. Oh, Savannah, page of cups. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually getting that it's like, it won't even be that long until like, new projects start coming to you so it's like you just finished this whole thing and and now you're like oh man like okay the newness actually finds you pretty quickly so I think the um or like the just the beginning of getting some projects that have been on the back burner kind of rolling feels like the focus and I think how you keep your focus is just almost having a goal um like um how do I pursue this new beginning of this project with like passion and even childlike wonder um creativity happiness joy like how do i just keep this project fun for as long as possible because as our projects grow they may get more and more stressful bigger and bigger you know um have more weight on them and i think yeah as we kind of um yeah, I think in this moment, like we're at like the pure fun joy part of the project because it's the beginning. So really just enjoy this week. And I think you'll you won't have trouble staying motivated. Okay. Um, Maji, you said I'd love some good vibes about my school and money situation. Thank you. Okay, Maji. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm in full agreement, Maji, that um you're able to ask for help where you need to this week. Um, I am in full agreement that you're able to take just one or two, one, two, three steps a day, small steps a day to kind of 
continue to sort out this situation. And I'm in full agreement that there will be a solution that presents itself somehow. Um, I will say one thing that's coming through, Maji, is procrastination is your enemy this week. Um, so just be mindful of that. Um, I think the way you could make this situation worse is if you procrastinate taking action. But if you, there is a small window of time right now that if you did take action, I think there could be something sorted out here. Okay, I don't want to give you false hope, but it's Monday tomorrow, like... It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a Monday Monday, like where it's like, we got to get shit done tomorrow. But I think there's a portal there. Okay. Um, Lily, you said that hit. Thank you. And um, and Bree, you said would, would definitely need a card on the decision making. Sure. Let's see here. Six of Swords. Yeah, it feels like the decision's already made. Like, it feels like it's already made, so just do it. Like, <laughs> like it feels like a very straightforward, like, uh, you know you know what to do. Like, you, it, 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 and it involves, it involves maybe a bigger step, or it involves maybe leaving something behind, or it involves um, even shedding an old identity in some way, but... Uh, sometimes the only way forward is forward so it feels like you're not even choosing between a or b it's almost like you're kind of staying in like do i stay in limbo land or i do i just make the decision like that's actually the decision like to choose or not to choose it's not about like a or b um so i i think i'm hearing just do it <laughs> yeah okay um Aaron you said excellent that's super helpful thanks now um you're so welcome and um and Savannah you said thank you what an energizing message and um KT you said I would love a card pull for the week ahead but completely understand if there's no time left Sure, let's do, um, let me see here. I will do Morgan and KT last, and then we'll kind of wrap up for the day. So, Katie. Okay, death in reversed. <laughs> Talk about Scorpio season, right? Okay. Okay, so, um, I'm, I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling, Katie, like there's, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think there's an acknowledgement from spirit that whatever you are working through right now is big. It's fucking big. Like, it's a big moment for you. Um, whatever changes that are happening now are going to affect a lot of things, everything. And I don't mean that in a cryptic way. I mean that in kind of an exciting way. But when we are also kind of grieving and maybe struggling with like how much is going to change maybe in the next, let's throw out six months. You know, I almost wonder if this has something to do with like Venus return because for the like Venus in Capricorn, because Venus will be in Capricorn for like 
five-ish months and for some reason that time frame is coming to me really strongly I don't know why I don't know if it's just like your evolution as a human over the next five months is is really going to be big like even if you feel out of grief now it's not to say that should be bypassed because it shouldn't and there certainly is a lot of shedding right now but also know that like five or six months from now you could be in like a completely different place and like thriving and feeling so much more in alignment maybe even more in alignment than you ever have so whew, we got some big stuff here but I I I I don't hate the death card I, I absolutely don't um so let me know how that resonates Katie and Morgan you said can I have a card poll yes let's see here all right the devil <laughs> Okay, Morgan. Yeah, I think I think there's something here about considering like, um, uh, I think how we can sometimes be our own worst enemies and also taking responsibility for the situations that we co-create. And sometimes, um, I don't know where this is coming from. So know that I'm saying this with like a very empathetic loving heart but um i think sometimes when we're avoiding our own work and taking our own responsibility we can blame a lot on others or focus on how others are making our lives like super super hard which could be true for you right like no judgment but then with the devil it's kind of like all right mm, but if, if we're spending all our time and all our mental energy focusing on like what another person is doing wrong or like whatever, um, and we aren't focusing anything on our own um, healing or our own, uh, our own patterns or like how we are contributing to this, the situation, that's where we might get in a little bit of trouble. So it's not to say you're doing anything wrong. It's not to say that... Um, you know, th this is a warning or anything. It's just, it's just a message about, um, considering how you also have your hand in the pot, in the soup and how you're stirring the soup. And also know that you have the choice to take your hand out of that soup and come back to yourself and your own healing. Even, even if you got off track in the past week or so, that's okay. Just get on, get, get back on the horse right now. Okay. <laughs> so Maji, you said, thank you. And, um, Brie, you said, I'm literally shedding something. LOL. Yes. I know what, you, what to do. Thank you. Okay. You're so welcome, Brie. Um, and Katie, you said, woo, stand by while I book a full reading with you. <laughs> yeah. We it's, sometimes when we pull the death card, sometimes we, we maybe, yeah, maybe we need a full reading there. Um, and, um, Morgan, you said that ex that's exactly what I have going on. How neat that it's so fitting. Okay. Well, <laughs> Morgan sending you good vibes. I know, I know the devil card can be hard, but I, I, I know you can get through that. Okay. So Annie, you said, thanks for another enlightening witch church, Mal. Um, I got to head out, but as always, it's been a pleasure. You're also welcome. You're also wonderful. Thanks again for joining me on this Sunday. Um, uh, my last message here is I did open up a few spots in my books. Um, 
this Tuesday and Wednesday and I think there could even be some Thursday stuff there too so it's possible to get in with me this week if you're wanting a little a little uh check-in <laughs> okay um so lots of love to you beautiful souls I'm really in full agreement that this Mars Mercury conjunction this week is a is a very throat chakra healing experience for us all Okay. Okay, friends. Talk soon. Let me know how things are going.